she said, you know how we're almost 40? And I was like, you shut your filthy whore mouth. We're not almost 40. And she's like, buddy, <laughs> we're almost 40. You should just be happy you're a year younger than I am. <laughs> I just turned 39 and how dare you? Ben, we've known each other for 20 years. That's weird. Isn't that weird to think That's about? That's so weird. How? Uh, I'm just a baby. I don't know how weird. I know anyone that long. It's weird. It's really weird. I know. It's so I feel so like we just weird. met and bonded over Final Fantasy, and then I dropped out of school. <laughs> and well, somehow I was going... we're still friends. <laughs> I I went down this like weird, nostalgic rabbit hole the other day of the first two Sled Islands. And I was looking through pictures and I was just like, oh my God, how was I ever this young? And yet it feels like it was just yesterday. And I want to like shake 22 year old me to be like, you have no problems. Your life is so easy. Why are you stressed out about anything? You're so skinny and little. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah, it's because I have no money and I can't afford to eat. (laughs) I think that's what it was. I, I remember I was working three jobs at one point. And I was still broke because I was just like, all my money went to bills and then going to shows because that was my life. And then trying to be an artist and I couldn't eat because there was no time. Mm -hmm. And I also had severe anxiety around food, which we've talked about before. And I was so scared of people judging me at fast food places. So I only bought food at grocery stores and at community. So it was only what I could afford. And so it would be like dark leafy greens. And I was a vegetarian and I didn't want to eat too much soy, so it was basically like hummus, <laughs> tempeh occasionally, lentils, For a treat, and then like greens, and that was it. Like some toast every so often. Yeah, my life hack isn't quite as fancy. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't afford food in college and direct yep. at the same time. So what I do was I would cobble together twenty bucks or whatever. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I take a, like a bin of of change that I had collected and like dump it into one of those machines at like oh, superstar yeah, KB bills. Yeah. <laughs> it's the loudest thing on earth. Like just yeah. everyone look at me. It's as if somebody's standing next to you yelling shame. Yeah. Look at all your pennies, idiot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this person can't afford anything. Uh, and that sucks, but I'm, I'm going to move past that. And then I get a pizza and I'd eat like two pieces for dinner yep. save and it. save it. And then yeah. two pieces the next day. And that was like a week's worth oh, yeah. of meals. I remember going out for Vietnamese and all of us putting our money together to share like a bowl, mm-hmm. like a vermicelli bowl. And yeah. there's those one are big, to be fair. Those, and they're, they're big, and but like four of us would be eating them or something. And I have a picture of um I had a group of like the glass blowers and they were constantly volunteering at their community uh, center that was nearby. And so they'd be like, Oh, you guys are having a barbecue. My friends and I will run the barbecue for you. All we ask is free entry and food. And they were like, sure. So then they'd call and be like, we got free food. And so I drive over <laughs> to whatever community center and help like flip burgers or whatever so that I could have some sandwiches or something. And then I have a picture from that day of all of us walking to a nearby Vietnamese place and everybody pulled their money together for me so that I could get some food, which I thought was so nice. But you can just see how badly burnt I am because I had, I just showed up. I was like, I have to go get free food. Man, we are threading the needle on sad here, aren't we? Like, it's like, it's funny, but it's also like, hey, maybe, uh, maybe maybe nobody should have to worry about where they get food from or make choices between housing and uh, glasses and uh, sustenance. Yeah, exactly. So So. on the one hand, like we're doing very well in life now, but there's congratulations, congratulations us. Way to brag. (laughs) 
but you know, like we can eat food without having yes. to be like, you know, ask friends for help, which is incredibly. Yeah. It's a privilege. It's an honor. Yeah, absolutely. It's not like that for everybody. It's a huge privilege, but it's also one of those things where I was like, Oh my God, how did that ever happen? Like that feels like a different person. It does. Right. A different version of yourself. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Pardon me. I swallowed a frog. A frog. <laughs> a frog. <laughs> frog. Farog. And but then, like, look at these. I just, I'm as you know, I'm sitting in my closet. Look at these Doc Martens I had since 16, and they're back wow. in style. Those yeah, are some, are those style. specific ones back in style? Because I haven't seen those yet. No, <laughs> but they're very comfortable. They're very heavy and hard to walk in, though. But they're so comfortable. I feel like Docs Docs only very briefly ever dip out of fashion. Yeah, I, for like a, they've been in, back in fashion like four times since I've existed. At least once a decade. I know. That's why I've never had to get rid yeah. of them. Just keep breaking them out. They're great. I'm gonna wear them tomorrow. <laughs> for what occasion? <sighs> Reclaiming youth. Going to see my sister. Just oh, gonna that's go. Good. That sounds fun. Drink iced coffee outside. You know. Oh, that sounds lovely. Yeah. How are you doing? We're okay. We're doing good. all right. We're doing all right. I don't know what song that is. I was just gonna make one up, but I ain't got it in me. Hmm. Okay. I don't know if I've got the music. But I don't. It's gone. If I had to give us a theme song right now. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, crap. In true fashion of the show, I can hear the lyrics in my head. I cannot remember who sang it. He died. You, you, you got, got what I need. Yeah. Haven't yeah. you heard that song? Yeah, you know what song. That's like a sitting out. Bismarcky. Thank you. Oh, God. That let's song. Play who's let's play name that tune. Oh, yeah, let's do that. But you you say, that's a perfect sitting outside song. Is it? And like, I think so. Like, if you're going to sit on your front step or sit outside with friends and have like a nice coffee or a tea or whatever beverage of it's choice gotta you're be having. It's got to be Bismarcky. Sitting outside you you. eating a Bismarck, listening to Bismarcky. I was just having a little, maybe smoking a dart. I don't know. I don't judge you. But I'm just saying, if you're sitting outside, What's just watching cigarette. Mm-mm. Oh. Dart. Oh. But you say I'm just a friend. Would you say he's like it's the perfect outside summer song? I'm not even convinced those are the lyrics. I'm just. Would you say he's just a friend? Would you say he's just a friend? Oh God, that's. <laughs> Have you ever watched um, Abbott Elementary? No, not yet. I'm sorry to say. Oh, it's great. I, I it's really good. There's just a character on there, and she gets every single celebrity's name wrong constantly and i'm like that is me <laughs> yeah i tried to pay for something today using tap and i had the uh, gen z at the till explain to me how to tap properly oh. <laughs> just so you know you don't actually have to tap i was like shut oh the my f- god <laughs> uh that's okay can i one-up you on th- yeah I, so i was in a car accident a few months ago i got rear-ended and i was doing everything right anyway um, I had to get a rental car while my car was being... Did you not tell me about this? Did I not tell you about this? Yeah, I was in an... <laughs> you didn't tell me you are in a fucking car accident? What the hell? Yeah, I was in this. I was in a car accident. It was so upsetting because I was on my way... Oh, we're such good friends. <laughs> it was just like a fender bender. I got rear-ended at a red light. And uh, the back of my... Like, I, I was fine, but the, my car needed to go in and get some work done. And I had I got a rental car from the insurance agency... And my current vehicle is 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it still has a key that goes in the ignition and you turn it. I rented a car. For the younger people, what's a key? 
that's what I felt like going to this stupid car place because they're like, okay, here you go. And this is a keyless everything. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And I was like late for work. And I was like, I hadn't had my coffee. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm going to ask you a stupid question. How do I get into the car and turn it on? And the nice young girl who told me that she'd recently bought one for a keyless car, whatever. She's like, I had the same thing when I bought my car when I just graduated from university as a present for myself. So the 22 year old showed me how to open the car and turn it on. Let's talk about that gap too. Uh, the 22 year old who just finished college, uh, who's buying herself a car as a present versus the two of us who are like pooling cash to try to get a pizza or bowl of rum. Like somebody's parents had a little bit more money. And well, she was working at a car rental agency. So, you know, maybe, maybe she's doing it out of love. Yeah. You don't make car purchasing money. Maybe things have gone up in the car agency world. I don't know. Good for her. Want to know? Want to know a fun fact? What's, things what's have the... not gone up literally anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Wages have stayed the stagnant. same. Yeah. Uh oh. Oh, so yeah, both of us are like, now how do you work this newfangled? Oh, I've got this. So do you know uh, one thing that didn't go up? What? Gary Hoy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a corporate and security <laughs> law specialist a in a law terrible. firm in Toronto. You are going to H E double hockey sticks, Ben. Oh, we're allowed to say hell on oh, this okay, podcast. Good, good, good. I don't know if you let oh yourself say hell. God. Gary Hoy. Have you heard the story of Gary Hoy? I have, and it's horrifying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is our intro topic this week. <laughs> While giving a tour of Toronto Dominion Center to a group of articling students, he attempted to demonstrate the strength of the structure's window glass by slamming himself into a window. He had apparently performed this stunt many times in the past. And from what I've read, on this particular instance, had previously thrown himself into the window three or four times. Unfortunately, on a final attempt, the glass did not shatter, but the entire window pane fell out from the skyscraper and uh, Hoy fell, I think it's some 20 stories uh, and survived. It's amazing that he survived. No, he didn't survive. I'm joking. He's dead. Yeah, I was going to say 20. That's like impossible. Yeah. He was able to spread his body into a star shape and just really slow his descent. You know, at that point, you may as well try anything. Use your jacket as like a parachute or something. (laughs) If you could land on the window like flat and sort of like ride the window down, do you think that would break enough? It would break into your body and eviscerate you. the wind and like cause... No. Like cause enough (gasps) resistance though? Just became a kite. You could just land flat. No. Yeah, a kite in the... He's a kite in the wind like Wash. Also dead. No. no. Spoilers. Uh, so the best part about this is this apparently occurred in a small conference room adjacent to a larger boardroom where a reception was being held for a whole oh bunch of God. new articling students. Can you imagine? Oh. Yeah. And uh, this incident actually led to the dissolution of this law firm a few years later. No kidding. Nobody wanted to work there. So, you know, if you're a law bro, maybe don't throw yourself at a window in a skyscraper. It will not shatter, but it will pop out. Yeah. While I was looking at this story, I remember reading something from like a construction person, a glazier or whatever, Mm -hmm. being like, there's not a window I know of in the world that could withstand a 200-pound man throwing themselves into it multiple times. Like, it's just not made to hold that. No, it's not made for people to roughhouse against. It's glass. I love, though, because most instances of the story I read – 
he throws himself into the window as like his like little prank that he's done before uh-huh. and it falls out only on further digging did I find that like little bit of clarification that like on this specific instance, trying to impress these new students, he actually threw himself into the window so many times and then just had to do it once more. Yeah, like you were fine. He was okay. Yeah, he got away with like the four or five and, and just... But he it would have popped the next time he did it because if he's known for doing this, it was going to happen. Maybe, right? Yeah, you never know. Maybe somebody would have bumped it with like a cart or something yeah. instead and it would have fallen out and he would Maybe. have been saved. But let that be Who a knows? lesson to you. Don't try to impress people. Just be like, there's a window. <laughs> Don't bang on it. Don't. No. Never. Never try to impress anyone. Why? Absolutely. No good has ever come of trying to impress people. Uh, that's why I'm in a full sweatsuit. The fuck am I trying to impress? I'm like, this is what you get, world. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Theme song. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Uh, this is Dork Matters, a dorky podcast for dorks. I am your dad, dork host, Ben Rinkle, and with me, as always, is your Ed Dorkator, Lexi Hunt. Hello! Yes, that's your, your real voice. Mrs. Doubtfire for you. Hello! Hello, children! Hello! <laughs> that's how I'm going to talk from now on. You're Doubtfire! Everybody knows this at this point, but apparently he, uh, Robin Williams, just ran with so many different, like, like made up lines that they have like four or five different cuts of like different like oh. rating levels. There's an NC 17 version of Release it. that one. I mean, like we're old enough yeah. now. I'm sure his, his estate would be on board for that. Like, yeah, let it fly. Uh, yeah. Who knows? I love that Pierce Brosnan's in that film as well. As the like good bad guy, because he never does anything bad. No, he's just sort of maligned. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And he's a little smarmy, but you know, uh, can Pierce Brosnan be smarmy or is he just yes. classy? There's a yeah. fine line between smarm and class, but anyway, I digress. Yeah, I can't uh, thread that needle. What are we talking about, Lex? Ghosts! Yeah, specifically, Ghostbusters. No, just kidding. No. We're talking ghosts, ghost stories in general, at large. Yeah. Well, I, I find that summer and Halloween are the two times in the year that ghost stories are perfect. And... Okay, the summer thing. I get mm-hmm. I get Halloween. Summer, is this because it's like campfire season, yeah. camping season, you're sitting around a campfire, you got to tell ghost stories. Well, and it's also like summer, like flicks, like the movies, mm. there's always like a good horror movie that used to come out in the summers and growing mm-hmm. up, we would go because you'd be out like late as a teenager, you'd go to mm-hmm. the movie theater and like you watch Final Destination or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you'd be like, oh, I'm so scared. And then you'd like hold hands with the person you're with. And so yeah. it was a perfect time for young romance and horror films, Ben. And, and horror is the catalyst for that young romance in your yes, in your estimation. All right, let's not get into horror flicks too much. We do that at Halloween. Yes. We have to bring Laura we, back for we that. we do that with Laura, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but ghost stories, yeah, I agree. It's a, it's a campfire tradition. You have your s'mores, mm-hmm. you have your ghost stories. Everybody takes a yep. turn telling one. Sometimes they're shitty. Most of the time. So let me paint a little picture. Uh-oh, okay. We're out here in the woods. Yep. Of Banff National Park. 
there's no fire ban and the skies are clear. Whoa, what? <laughs> this is the year is 19, I don't know, 99. <laughs> when did we when did we start uh enjoying smoke-covered summers here in Alberta? That's a good maybe about 10 years ago. Anyway, yeah, yeah okay. 1999. Ooh, Ooh, Y2K is on everyone's mind. People are scared. <laughs> Yeah, of, of the clock turning. Sandstorm has taken the nation. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Brain bug by Paul Oakenfold or whatever. Everyone's wearing wraparound Oakleys, but not in a dumb way. Everyone no, likes them. It's not ironic at all. It's not just oil field workers. <laughs> okay, okay. Banff National Park, everyone's We're wearing... in the woods, yeah, yeah. And we've got a... Yeah, Oakleys at night. I wear my Oakleys at night. So I can, so I can, hi. Oh my god, yep. Uh, yeah, uh, well I was going to try to paint a really spooky setting okay. for us before we started talking about ghosts, but we're around a campfire, let's pretend you hear the crackling of the fire. Okay, okay good. Yeah, yep. yep. Can you smell the pine trees? I can, and also the smoke off of yeah. the fire that's constantly yep. blowing in my face no matter how many yep. times yep. I so say white rabbits. So you have to say rabbits. watermelon, watermelon, watermelon. I say white oh, rabbits. Do you say white? I do watermelon. Okay. that's a good one. White rabbits, white rabbits. This one's better. I, you know what? I don't think it matters, Ben. <laughs> no. Why not? This seems really important. <laughs> Where the fuck are we? Oh, yes. Um, um, there's a slight there's a slight chill to the air, even though it's been a really hot mm -hmm. day. Perfect. You know, you know how it goes yeah. in summer. You've been out in the sun all day, so it can just dip to like 20 and it feels Celsius and, and suddenly you feel chill. Yep. You've got your flannel on yep. because you're in Canada. <laughs> a beaver rustles by... <laughs> the trees okay a moose saunters by you're eating timbits <laughs> i'm doing anymore this is supposed to be really atmospheric okay let's talk about ghosts yep. what is a ghost uh do you want like the scientific term or just what i think oh i mean we have to go hard science here don't we like we've always well, been very scientific on this a, a ghost is an apparition it's a spirit of the dead it's, yeah it's a spirit uh, or non-human animal that is believed to be able to appear to the living. Ooh. Well, it's anything that had a soul. Then. Maybe. Maybe. You can have animal ghosts. Well, animals have souls. Do they? Yes. I remember being told All dogs go to heaven. Ben, we've talked about this. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Well, it makes me feel pretty shitty about what I did to that fruit fly earlier. Well. Oh, so some souls matter? Yes. Um, interesting. So, yeah, a, a ghost is... It's a dead thing that comes back. We know what a yeah, ghost is. But Ooh. not like a zombie, but it's, no, it's no. like a... An apparition. An apparition. It's It's got like a smoky kind of presence. Ethereal. Not sure if they're, if they're aware presence. of you or not. Yeah, they look like they're it made of smoke like a little bit. It smells like hickory. No, this is a different campfire thing. Oh, sorry. But this is, there's different types of ghosts, right? Like there, there are. are the ghosts that are hard to see, the ghosts that you hear, the ghosts that throw shit like poltergeists, Polter and then the ghosts. ghosts that look like real, like you could grab them. They're like yeah. so real. Yeah. Yeah. Do we have different names for those different types of ghosts? Wraiths, banshees, screamies? Yes. Screamies. Demons are usually lumped in with the ghost story phenomena. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean. I need know. it to be or else what comes next We'll have no magic. <laughs> or whatever that line is from Charles Dickens. Mm. We know what a ghost is. Translucent. Yeah. Where's a, where's, where's a, a sheet? Wispy. Wispy. Life like 
deliberate attempt to contact the spirit of a deceased person is known as necromancy or, or in spiritism a as a seance. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not just reading Wikipedia. <laughs> No, there's lots of really great stories about how in the late 1800s, early 1900s, seances were used, especially by wealthy people to kind of um, contact people who in some cases still might even be alive. Yeah. And how many people made like a huge living off of like preying on these people. Sure. And, it's like that whole Patricia Arquette show, yeah. right? Like medium or whatever. Yeah. She has to help the police find people by contacting the dead. Yeah. I was going to say... Uh, it was definitely used by grifters to oh, yeah. uh, yank some money out of some rich dopes. But there's some wild ones where people learned how to like they'd swallow rags, Blech. and then in like when the seance was happening, they could force themselves to puke it back up, so it looked like they were puking up like spectral cloth. Well, no, it was like to show that they were in touch with the like they were being taken over by the spirit world and ectoplasm or some shit was coming up. And mm-hmm. so people were like horrified. Right. This makes sense. Yeah. 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 No, because ghosts wear sheets. So if you're in contact with ghosts, you're going to vomit sheets. <laughs> yeah. You're going to puke a sheet, but it, it like, it looked like goo coming out of their mouths and people were like, what the f-? So it just proved that you were good. Slight interjection. What would be the least scary pattern of a sheet for a ghost to be wearing. <laughs> Probably like a, a car's bed sheet. <laughs> yeah. Like specifically the, <laughs> yeah, animated, the animated movie cars. from Pixar. Yeah. Lightning McQueen <laughs> comes out of your mouth. <laughs> like, oh. oh. I don't know. Mater's pretty terrifying. <laughs> no, not terrifying. Not terrifying. Like that's the least spooky. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. If it was a Mater bed sheet, I would be horrified by that. <laughs> yeah. But other ones are fine. Yeah. So yeah. like that's... that's good. That's a good one. I was just thinking my kid has like a a mushroom sheet and like would that be scary yes it would mushrooms yes, yes. mushrooms have a fantastic quality to them a a spookiness of their own don't they mm-hmm. what do you love about ghost stories or ghosts we're doing both we're, uh, we're ghosts and ghost stories here yeah. that's what we're doking doking out about doking out doking doking um i'm a big history dork i love I just love stories of history and Mm -hmm. I think that it's kind of a nice way for us to still interact or feel like we can interact with the past. Mm -hmm. And I think it makes things kind of come alive. And so my first love of ghost stories came about from watching and listening to Scottish folk tales and stories that like my parents had told me about ghosts in Scotland and like people walking the plains after Mm, still thinking that there were soldiers out on battlefields and that you could hear pipes in the distance and things like that, that, you know, there's so many people that have walked the, the planet. You're being weird. That it's, <laughs> if they stories. die, can we not do where do, their, where do their energies go? The energies. Right? Like mm-hmm. the energy can neither be created nor destroyed. So when your soul leaves your body, where does it go? Mm-hmm. The electrical synapses. Is, is... Mm. And maybe they're just reworking, like re- re-stepping, like going through their, their motions over and over again. So I think that that's what I like about it. What about you? Uh, I like the universality of ghost stories and ghosts as a concept. They've been around for just thousands of years. Mesopotamia, ancient Greece, there's ghosts in the Iliad and Odyssey. Like they've yeah. been around forever and they're basically uh, some sort of ghost or apparition or spirit or demon exists in basically every, every culture across mm-hmm. uh, across the world. I love that. I mean, I don't think that means that, like, that's not a proof of ghosts existing. That is a proof of 
humanities need to explain things they can't understand in a way that doesn't, you know, break their brains and freak them out. Yeah. Um, but I just like the universality of it. Like cultures have developed such unique and special things, but ghosts bring us all together. We all die mm -hmm. and we all want to know what's next or that it's not necessarily the end. Uh, have you ever seen The Haunting of Bly Manor? I have not. As you may recall, dear listener, if you are a mm -hmm. long-term listener, I do not fuck with horror movies on <laughs> the whole. Uh, I no. can't handle them. Uh, a lot of that has to do with my very spirituality spirits or real <laughs> upbringing of Christianity, the version of Christianity that I was raised in. Uh, we'll get into that, but like, yeah. Yeah. You don't trifle with spirits and demons and no. the dead. Like that shit is real and it's going to get you. If I could encourage anyone, perhaps you, Ben, I don't know, to watch The Haunting of Bly Manor, I find it is one of the greatest depictions of what a ghost is. Okay. What is it about that? What is the depiction that in question here that you like so much? Explain it for us, if you will. Okay, I have to go to wikipedia for a second hold on a second jess you know what to do yeah we can only get to the initial thought and then we need some help we're like podcasters with walkers well it's just because i want to use the names properly so the haunting of bly manor is a mike flanagan netflix series yeah mikey flan to his friends M mickey f mickey f and it is based on, as almost all horror movies are, a Shirley Jackson. Shirley Jackson? What's wrong with you, Alex? My God. Um, Henry James, not Shirley Jackson. I'm getting my horror people mixed up. Mm -hmm. Henry James, The Turn of the Screw, which is kind of retold many different ways, many different times. But there's mm. the whole premise is you don't know who's a ghost and who isn't. And so there's one episode where... There's this one ghost who walks the house. And that's all I'm going to say about that because it's, it's going to be a giveaway. But one of the episodes goes into the history of this ghost and how they became this mm -hmm. specter that walks the grounds. And it's basically like a soul that their entire life is based on hurt. Oh. And their final moments are based on pain and suffering and mm -hmm. how they're kind of doomed um, by their anger to stay in the the mortal realm and so anyone who's like i don't really understand the point of ghosts watch that series and you'll be like oh that's that's ghosts yeah it's awesome it's so scary do you what is so the scariest type of ghost to you one that you interact with one that is just there and sort of like <sighs> complacent or stoic or the kinds that can throw shit i think the kinds that can throw shit like um mm -hmm. okay and then so if we go into even more uh horror or i guess like haunting type things there's the we've got poltergeist is that what we're doing the types of ghosts yeah the poltergeist so the amityville horror yeah movie book all those things those were the spookiest ghosts to me or the ones that drive you crazy and possess you so the ones that can take over like the demons Ugh. basically yeah that they're either driving you insane so that you cause the mischief and the horror mm -hmm. or they the demons that kind of like take over your body those are the scary ones if you don't mind i'll run down the different types of ghosts yeah. uh, according to paranormalschool.com oh a school an authority if you will mm. uh, we've got poltergeist a type of ghost that is associated with physical disturbances such as moving objects and loud noises yeah what was that what was that sound what was smashing as i like to ask fiona every night when we're trying to go to bed <laughs> 
What was that? <laughs> There's orbs, which are tiny balls of light, mm-hmm. energy that appear mostly when developing photographs. Yeah. Feel like there might be another explanation there. <laughs> funnel ghosts associated with cold spots. This is a new one for me. I've never heard of a funnel ghost yeah. before. Uh, I usually associate funnels with uh, tornadoes. Interactive personality, one of the most commonly spotted types of ghosts. Hmm. Ectoplasm or ectomist, so this is just an apparative smear, or I guess... Goop. Goop, yeah. Uh, and, and again, if you've listened to the show, I actually had my encounter, I think I've recounted before, with sort of mm-hmm. an ectomist situation. Uh, <laughs> demons are on the list. Shadow yeah. people, which are just Ooh. fucking terrifying. I just got a chill even thinking about like the idea of a shadow person. And cultural ghosts. I don't know what that means. Is that a fancy ghost or what? <laughs> Uh, and then people also ask, are ghosts harmful? They can be. Uh, sure. I guess it depends on if you believe in a ghost or not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just love ghosts. They're creepy. I used to volunteer at Heritage Park here in Calgary, which for mm-hmm. people who aren't from our city is like a, uh, a historical village. And that place is just like sopping with ghosts. Uh, so like I grew up around all these people telling me all these ghost stories and I love that shit. Yeah. It terrified the hell out of me, but I loved hearing it. Yeah. And it was just so creepy. I don't know. Did we cover what ghosts are good enough? Yeah. Is there anything else we want to talk about ghosts? No, that's what a ghost is. Are they real? Who knows? No. Is there science behind ghosts? Uh, Not so much, but there are, I found a few different like possible scientific Mm -hmm. explanations probably disproved but you know for fun here let's run through those before we move on electromagnetic fields for quite a long time now a canadian neuroscientist called michael persinger has been studying the effects of electromagnetic fields on people's perceptions of ghosts yep uh low frequency sounds mold apparently uh just inhaling shit or it just like floats through the air uh carbon monoxide poisoning the power of suggestion and then finally, just the uh, will of humanity to believe in something ridiculous yeah. or beyond sort of explanation. Mm-hmm. Just sort of mass hysteria, mass delusion. I'd probably go with that answer myself. Although sometimes I like to imagine that there's something else. Like, have we talked about the idea before that human, like our, our existence is like a, uh, um, a simulation? Somebody else is running? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've talked. So about if that, that was the case, when you, you know, delete something from mm-hmm. information, you can get fragmentation. There could be something left behind. Makes sense. Could that be a ghost? Maybe. An unerased memory of a person? That's an interesting way to think of it. I kind of like that. That flashes in or out and, you know, it just sort of is there. Yeah, the Matrix has bungled it all up. Matrixes, or- yeah, exactly. It's sort of like that. Like, they just didn't clear off the data. The hard drive mm-hmm. didn't get quite wiped clean the way it should have. Yeah, I like that one. That's a good, that's a gooder. That's a fun one. Um, I don't know. Do you believe in ghosts? Should we save that? Is it too soon for that? It's too soon. Let's come back to it. Let's come back to it. Let's talk about some other stuff. Should we take a quick break here now that we've kind of overviewed ghosts? Yes, let's do it. Everybody now better understands what a ghost is. Because they did before. They didn't. You might have thought you knew what a ghost was. No, you did not. just illuminated. Who's that Pokemon? Da-na-na-na-na. Who's that Pokemon? I got a real Pokemon for you, Lex. Okay. Is that cool? Uh, right. Okay, go for it. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Are you super ready? Well, now I'm worried. 
how ready are you ready to be? Okay, I'm ready. Okay. The shape is sort of this eggy shape. Okay. And then there's like a little stump on the bottom and another little stump. And then off the sides, a couple little stumps. Okay. And then at the top, there's some bumpy stuff. Okay. Oh, I okay. You got it already? I'm guessing. Okay, hit you it. You said it's a real Pokemon. It is. Is it Haunter? It is not Haunter. <gasps> oh, but so close. Nice try. Hmm. Really gave hmm. it a good go. Uh, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I think, okay, wait, I think I know who it is. <gasps> I can see, is is it purple? Are you looking up Pokemon? Yes, I'm looking up. It is purple. It is purple, I know which one. Um, hold yeah, on. Yeah, you weren't far off with Haunter. No, don't say it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure it out. Draw the thing again. Okay. Yeah. It's like an oval shape, yeah. like a head, and then some pokies on the top, yeah. and then stump, 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 stump. Gengar? It's Gengar. Yes. Da, na, 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 na. It's mm. Gengar. Mm. Which, for those mm. in the know, mm. Hauntar evolves into Gengar. Yeah. I was the second you said. Well, actually, sorry. like the little spike. Ghastly to Hauntar to Gengar. Yeah. It's part. He's the. You have to trade your Hauntar, though. Yeah. It's the final part of the, the evolution. It's a trade evolution. The second you had the spikies atop, I was like, Hauntar. What's the connection here? Gengar is, in fact, a ghost type Pokemon. <laughs> Should this just be a Pokemon podcast? <laughs> it might be. I mean, it kind of always has been, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, ultimately. Uh, Gengar is first encountered in that shrine in Kanto, if you remember that. All right, whatever. Nobody cares about where we first encounter uh, Gengar. But, uh, you know, one of my uh, Gengar is my favorite Pokemon. At some point, I'll get him tattooed on me. Oh, I kind of thought you would already have had him on you because you, you like, yeah, you love him. No, no, no. Oh, I love me. I love me my ghost types, my yeah. poison types, and my water types. Those would be sort of my my mix up if I were a uh, Pokemon trainer. Yeah. What about you? I just like the Eevee family. Just Eevees? You'd be an Eevee trainer. I would have all the different Eevees. Yeah. I also like Ninetales. Yeah. So you're a fox Pokemon person. Any type of dog, fox. T- yes, I like a fox. Yeah, Volpine. Da na 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 na. It's Gengar. <laughs> what are we doing next here? What's the next part for us? Well, we said we were going to talk about whether or not we believe in them yet. Not yet. Should we go to our own personal ghost stories? Do you have a personal ghost story that you want to share? I don't. I haven't really had many, but I know a lot of people who have told me theirs. Well, those are the best ghost stories. Secondhand ghost stories. That's how we perpetuate the idea that ghosts are real. I have never had, like, I've had near misses, I think, where people are like, oh, I just saw something. Bullshit. But. Yeah. You've never walked down a dark hall at night and had like a weird feeling and turned around to see something strange? No. Okay. No. Was it a trick of the light? No. There's not been there's nothing. My life is boring. Was it some swamp glass gas reflecting? <laughs> I think the I think ghosts know that I'm like I'm bad. It's sleepy time. Uh, my aunt said when they were living in this house in one like their old house before they moved into their current place, uh, she said she believed it was haunted. And she was telling my mom and I this story about how there was a woman mm-hmm. who lived in the house with them. And she never felt that she was unsafe or that the ghost was there to hurt her. She said she would just wake up in the middle of the night and it Mm -hmm. felt like someone was sitting on her Uh. feet, like on the bed. And she would wake up and she'd see like that the the blankets had been creased in a certain way. And then she said one night she woke up and she saw the woman there. And she said she just had dark hair. Just got a chill. And the woman was sitting at the end of the bed just watching her sleep. 
And she was like smiling at her and just patted her feet and then disappeared. Oh, that's awful. That's so terrible. Ugh. So that was my one, my, my aunt. And then, um, Oh, you're related. That was my aunt. Wait, yeah. Not really, but your aunt's roommate, I guess. Well, <laughs> did you say it was your aunt's roommate who told you? It was no, my aunt told us this story. Oh, so the, the, the ghost sat on your aunt's feet. Yes. Oh my God. No, yeah. I'm so sorry for what happened to your family. My junior high best friend, she lived in this house and everyone in the house was like, oh, it's haunted. And they had, the ghost would open up all of the cabinets. And so in the mornings they would get up and the lights would all be on and all the cabinet doors would be open. And it was just a constant thing. And like every single one of them just said like it happened all of the time. And there was never anything like violent that happened. It's just like doors would like open suddenly. And I never saw it happen, but every, like she had two younger siblings um, her uncles, her stepdad, like everybody was like, oh yeah. Like, and it wasn't like they're trying to be like, huh, oh, scary. They would just be like, fuck, all the doors were open again. Did you ever sleep over? Constantly. And I never. Never happened while you were there, hey? Hmm. Hmm. It could just be that they were like trying to like, sketch me out, but uh, you know. Yeah. And did either of these households have animals? No. Nope. Raccoons, cats? They did not keep raccoons. Okay. All right. Creepy bats unusually large rats there was one thing that maybe happened i mean when i was in scotland we saw the blood stain in hollyrod house and that was pretty cool mm. because it's like it's supposed to be cleaned up well it, they tried to clean it for hundreds of years you know the story right i don't okay so tell us the story of hollyrod house hollyrod house is a royal palace in scotland in edinburgh and Mary, Queen of Scots, was married to this awful, awful man. And long story short, he was murdered. He was actually dragged away from uh, Mary, Queen of Scots, pulled into another room, and was stabbed to death. And he bled out onto the floor. And his blood to this day still stains the ground where he was murdered. So grisly. And the story is that they've tried to clean it. You know, over the hundreds and hundreds of mm -hmm. years since his death, they've tried to clean and scrub out the blood stain, and they've never been able to. And it just keeps reappearing, so they've stopped. Yeah. And I got to see it, and I was like, cool. And it was there. You saw it. I saw it. the blood. Now, did you try to wash it? I did not. I did want to touch it and be like, what? Because if that's true, they should let literally anyone who walks through there <laughs> try to wash it up. It should be like yeah, part of the attraction. Yeah, just try to scrub it. It'll be back. <laughs> Have you all used a magic eraser? Because that shit is magic. Some barkeeper's friend. That yeah. stuff is also Bleach. very good. Bleach mixed with, <laughs> I don't know. That's what about you? What are your ghost stories? Your personal ghost stories? My personal, my, like my scariest one, the one that fucked me up. So when I was much younger, like eight or so, my mom, I don't even remember what we were talking about or why, but she brought up this story of a time that my dad was away on business mm -hmm. and she woke up one night to see uh, a demon at the end of her bed, uh -huh. like an actual, like evil spirit what did she describe it like i can't remember i don't know if okay. i blocked it out or she just did a bad job or if saying demon was enough for this little you know christian boy to be like yeah i'm scared <laughs> not um, the d word <laughs> yeah and so it's like she's there this thing was looking at her and so she started to pray and uh, and and that made the demon eventually leave Hmm. I don't know if it used a door or operated or what, um, but this is how it worked. But the thing is, I'm I'm young. I'm somewhere between eight and ten. This story fucking traumatized me. I grew up in a house where these things were very, very real, mm -hmm. and I did not sleep properly until I was in my like twenties. Uh, I would stay awake at night, terrified that this thing was going to come and find me. Oh, okay. 
And that was my reality, like just mortified with this shit until I hit an age where I was mm. like, oh, I don't believe in any of this shit. And that was probably also yeah. nothing. But it, it impacted me so severely that I had an entire childhood of bad sleep, like just terrible. I would stay awake so long that eventually I would just pass out. I knew a person that had night terrors and he was like seeing a doctor for them. Mm -hmm. And they, they said there's like two chemicals in your brain that are released when you go to sleep. And one is to put you to sleep and one is to kind of like paralyze you so that you're not like flashing around. And when you have a chemical and yeah, the sleep paralysis. And so when the chemicals aren't working together, um, that's when you can have like sleep paralysis. And so he would be awake because the one chemical that puts you to sleep wasn't coming out properly but it was still there. And so he would have these like waking dreams and he couldn't move his body and he would describe his dreams to me. And that's what ghosts kind of sound like Ugh. where he'd be like these shadow people would be like coming out of the walls as yeah. he's lying in bed and he couldn't scream or get help or move. And they would just like leer over him until he woke up. And he described them like Dementors from Harry Potter. Jesus, that could just be your parents being like, what's wrong, buddy? <laughs> Why won't you answer <laughs> like, me? Why are you screaming? <laughs> Oh my God, too close to home for me. So anyhow, years, years later, I told my mom, I was like, hey, that thing you told me as a kid, like fucked me up for life. Like, yeah. I just want you to know that, that that really messed me up. It was tough. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, she doesn't swear, but you know, she's yeah. like, that was a dream. I was telling you about a dream I had. And I was like, oh, thanks. Key detail <laughs> I missed yeah. as a child that terrified me uh, forever. Um, but yeah, I've I've dealt with sleep paralysis as well. But it's, for me, it was yeah. always sort of like you wake up and you can't move. And mm. yeah, that was always awful. Like I, I need to force my body to wake up now to get up. And you just can't. It's it's one of the worst yeah. feelings in the world. Ooh, that's scary. Almost as bad as when you become aware of your tongue's size and shape in your mouth. Have you ever done that? You just no. think about your tongue too much and then you can't fucking like, it's just fall. It's too big and thick and you can't do anything and you start to hyperventilate and you can't breathe. And oh my no. God, why is it so wet and thick and big? I've never heard of this before. No. No? All right, let's move on. Ah, good, good. Um, I don't know. What's your what's your favorite ghost story? Uh, I have a, well, I mean, I've already talked about um, Turn of the Screw. I think that... There's so many great gothic horror type ghost stories that are out there that are just like absolutely mm -hmm. amazing. So I think anything like the turn of the screw, haunting of Hill House, haunting of Blind Man, like all those things are great. <sighs> okay. I think I have two that I'd like to talk okay. about if that's okay. Let's do it. No, please do. Yeah. Uh, the first one, they're, they're Canadiana. I love Canadiana. Canadiana uh, ghost stories or maybe potential ghost stories depending on how you think of them uh but the first one is the cremation of sam mcgee um because i think that it's it's awesome and it's a ghost story because he mm -hmm. comes back from the dead well can we give it a little can you give us a little taste well sam mcgee was from tennessee sam mm -hmm. so uh what was he doing in canada so he came up as a gold prospector if anyone is unfamiliar with this robert service poem are people seriously not familiar with it, do you think? I mean, it's in Family Guy. If the cremation of Sam McGee is in Family Guy, I feel like most people probably know about it. Yeah. So the whole story is Sam McGee comes up from Tennessee to be a gold prospector up in the north. He's so cold, he basically freezes to death. And one night, the, what would you call him, like the narrator who's with Sam, mm -hmm. dead Sam, who's in the dog sled, he comes across this uh, kind of derelict boat that's been frozen into the ice and he gets Sam into the furnace of the boat. 
and he cremates him. Mm -hmm. But when he goes back to check on him to see if the body has been cremated properly, Sam's actually just unfrozen and come back to life and says, shut the door. It's the first time he's been warm since he came to Canada from Tennessee. And that's the story. Spooky. I think it's really spooky, but it's also like, it's, I love it because it's something that every single Canadian is like, oh yeah, I love that one. I'm also cold most of the time. <laughs> like sitting in a fire kind of sounds a little bit warm sometimes. So it does sound warm. I think that that's my favorite one just in terms of like the Canadiana. But the other one um, is about mm. Tom Thompson. I don't know this one. What's this Tom Thompson one? So Tom Thompson was a famous Canadian artist, part of the group of seven. Um, on the morning of July 8th in 1917, Tom Thompson was seen walking to Joe Lake Dam with a friend. And, uh, you know, Tom Thompson was often known for going out onto these canoe trips because he was a landscape painter and he would go out on the water constantly. So it wasn't an unusual thing. Um, but basically he was seen walking with his canoe heading towards the lake. But then Tom Thompson disappeared uh, during this canoe trip. And uh, his upturned canoe was spotted later that afternoon while his body was discovered in the lake eight days later on July 18th. And his watch stopped at exactly 1214. So the question really is, um, how did this very accomplished, well-rounded canoeer and outdoors person flip the canoe and drown? Because it was so, so unlike him to do that because he'd gone out on the canoe like hundreds of times something must have happened to him mm. and the official cause of death was drowning but people were like but how did he get out of the boat he was so accomplished he should know how to get back into it it'd be unlikely it wasn't like it was a bad weather day mm. so now there's um some people say that that the lake is haunted with his ghost um still going out on the water but also the ghost that knocked him out of his boat apparently the other ghost yeah people don't know maybe it was one of those lake monsters we've talked about the coroner supported the conclusion that drowning was accidental but that there was also evidence that he had a four inch bruise on his temple and maybe they they believed that he was either hit by something like a rock or um, a paddle or something and so some people say it probably happened after he fell out of the canoe and it maybe knocked him unconscious and that's what yeah, drowned yeah, him slip in the but canoe. then some people yeah but some people are like maybe he was attacked yeah either either could be true um mm-hmm. not both are as likely but it's hard to attack people in the middle of a lake unless you're a ghost unless you're a ghost a lake poltergeist stranger things have happened ben what do you got um i gotta remember um i think one of my favorites and first ever is one that i didn't actually remember to talk about until now which is uh, a christmas carol ah yes that's a good one um and i like it too because it uh gives us sort of the other sides of apparitions and spirits they're not necessarily malevolent uh and in this case these spirits are sent or you know are meant to do good by helping a bee good old Ebenezer Scrooge. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it was the first time I ever kind of like enjoyed a ghost story (laughs) and was like, Oh, okay. This is cool. But also Marley is just freakish. Yeah. The iteration of, of, of a Christmas Carol, the Marley character is Mm -hmm. just terrifying. Terrifying. The face appearing in the door, um, the rattling change coming up the stairs towards Scrooge's chambers. Mm -hmm. Like that is terrifying to me. 
yeah. the moving pieces around the mantle. I love it. Um, you know, Scrooge's attempt to rationalize, un, un, underdone turnip, et cetera, like a bit uh-huh. of mustard. Uh, it's it's freaky. It's it's cold too, and I think that's something that often we've talked about goes with ghost stories really well. Is the yeah. chill, yeah. Uh, and it's you know that Victorian sort of Gothic jam. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just it's haunting, but it's also you know a, a force for good. These these ghosts can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't necessarily need to be bad. Everybody knows a Christmas Carol. I don't need to redo it. I love seeing it on stage. By the way, I will go every chance I get. Do you like to get dressed up for it, or you just show up in your? No, I like to wear a T-shirt and uh, and some cutoffs at Christmas. I'm gonna get you tickets, and I'm gonna come with you. And if you're not wearing cutoffs, I'm gonna be very disappointed. Oh, they'll be cut off. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's gonna be seeing some apparitions, aspirations. That's how aspirations. That's how high these cutoffs are gonna be. Oh Um, lord. I got two more I want to touch on quickly because okay. they're not as interesting or spooky as yours, but they're like my favorites. In true Dork Matters fashion, we've got uh, a Star Trek episode. Ooh, very good. Sub Rosa. Sub Rosa, where Beverly Crusher fucks the ghost. Oh, my God. <laughs> do you remember Sub Rosa? Oh, I do now. Oh, my God. It's so silly. Uh, Bev, Bev goes on like shore leave to like an old home that her grandmother lived in or something and there's this weird candle that must be lit and then a mysterious stranger appears and it turns out he's like sort of a malevolent ghost creature that's trying to like i don't remember what he's trying to do yeah yes he's just trying to get with bev they sleep together it becomes a meme the internet appreciates that it's just funny it's funny it's a bev terrible bev centric episode like what do we learn about bev she will just bone down with whomever hops out of a candle good pick that's a great that is a dork matters <laughs> ghost story right there i love the idea of ghosts in space it's so silly i think the explanation was like some some sort of memory and, and grammar chip or something shoved into a candle space candle space it's dumb candle. <laughs> <laughs> you have to add space in front of anything when you're in space to make that it spacey like, yeah. like space taco. otherwise it's just a cactus yeah, yeah. or a taco space taco suddenly it could be blue Blue taco. Blue taco. Um, my last one's going to be Headless Horseman. This is the other one that freaked uh, me out at an early age. You do age. love that. You love a good horseman. Good old icky bod crane and Sleepy Hollow and just the spooky apparition. And, uh, and you know, Ichabod doesn't make it out of this. Uh, he he does not survive. And, and also, I think it's my first, like, appreciation for how terrifying a pumpkin can be. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Howling, laughing, pumpkin laughter. Yeah, uh, and I love Sleepy mm-hmm. Hollow, like the uh, Timber oh, film. Oh, so good. It's just so gross and and sort of yeah. evil and satanic. It just sort of like ups the whole smoky thing for me. too, right? Like it's always kind it of like... It is smoky, very foggy. gray. Yeah, I love it. Ashy. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. Spooky, scary skeletons send shivers down Spooky, her spine. Anyway, that's just Halloween. I guess it's not actually ghost stories, but whatever. Yeah, that's like ghost song, yeah. right? Like it's always on. Ghoulish, ghastly ghosts come out. Ghouly, ghastly ghosts come out to socialize. Are you gonna watch the new Haunted Mansion film? Probably. Yeah. I. 
I have this weird feeling. I thought like this movie already has been done like 16 times. Has it not? Or am I probably am I mistaking it for something else from Disney that's I, also haunted? There's a lot of haunted Disney things. Like there's the haunted mansion with the the Muppet characters. Right, that's what I'm thinking of because yeah. that was a movie that was done recently. That was, and it was awful, and I did. So that's watch different it. than this other haunted mansion. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. My other two, even even fucking Pirates of the Caribbean is haunted with a ghost. Yeah. I I love the first uh, Pirates oh, of the Caribbean. So good. It was a great franchise for you best start believing, believing in ghost, ghost stories, son. You're living in one. That was a great I one. I love yeah. that series. That's we should do a Pirates of the Caribbean episode. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We can do a lot of pirate talk, too. Uh, I oh, love the whole ghostly yeah. aspect of that. Uh, ghost ships mm-hmm. are another episode I would do because oh, yes. Flying Dutchman and like all these other great ones. Mm-hmm. Uh it's like a whole subgenre of its own. Yeah, it is. It is, isn't it? Do you have any favorite local local horror stuff? We talked a little bit, like Banff. Um, yeah. In Banff, there's that hotel. What's it called? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. The Banff Springs Hotel. Banff Springs. Yeah. yeah. And like everything about that is haunted. There's extra doors that shouldn't yeah. be there. There's rooms that shouldn't be there. Okay. I think this is the first time I have added my own audio without it being a pedantic correction. This is not a pedantic correction. I have a ghost story and I was wondering if I should insert it somewhere. And because we're talking about historical Calgary ghost stories, I thought this would be a good place. One of the most haunted neighborhoods in Calgary, notoriously in my mind, is Inglewood, which is an area just sort of to the southeast of the main downtown area. It has a ton of ghost stories. Dean House is down there. That's a restaurant that's haunted. Rouge is another restaurant that's haunted in that area. There's a pub called the Hosenhound that has a haunted monkey in that area. Yeah, Inglewood has a ton of really good ghost stories. And back in the day when I used to be a dog sitter, I was sitting with some dogs in a house in Inglewood. And one of the dogs... Uh, was just always very upset and would just kind of bark at nothing in the room, which was very disturbing. And one day when I was over there, I was upstairs and all of a sudden I heard a huge crash on the lower floor and I came down the stairs and there was a shitload of broken glass at the bottom of the stairs. And I looked around and realized that one of the bowl lamps, like a ceiling lamp at the top of the stairs had come loose and the chunk of glass had tumbled down the stairs and smashed on the tiles at the bottom of the stairs. So I swept it all up and texted the owners and was like, hey, I'm so sorry. One of the lamps in your house just smashed. I didn't do anything. It just happened when I was out of the room. And the owners were just like, oh, yeah, stuff like that happens sometimes. So anyway, these people clearly were cool with living in a haunted house, even though it was throwing things down the stairs, which is so weird. So anyway, Englewood. Haunted AF. Calgary has good ghost stories. Oh, yeah. It's producer Jess, by the way. I mean, I'm freaked out by this shit. I don't know about you. Let's get to it. Are you are you a ghost believer? Uh, 
I want to be, but I, I'm just not. I mean, yeah. if yeah. ghosts were real, we'd all fucking know about it because mm-hmm. they'd be everywhere. Like, there is more dead people in the world than there have ever been alive people. And if ghosts, <laughs> they would be everywhere. They'd just be all over the place. You couldn't sit down. We'd be saturated. So, we'd all be in a ghost stew. I, I like the idea of it. I love history. I love a nice ghost story. Mm-hmm. It's just not real. It's usually like a CO2 leak, like carbon monoxide <laughs> yeah. poisoning. Mass delusion. Something like that. So I usually, like, whenever I hear a ghost story. Uh, some sort of mental episode. The first thing I think is. Did you have a window open? Have you had your furnace checked yeah. recently? So well, that's why when you were telling me your ghost stories, I'm like, did they have a cat? <laughs> something, something weird sitting on the feet. And I just think so many times people are like, whoa, ghost story. Like I just, I wish it yeah. were true, but they're not. I mean, it's a yeah. very low bar, isn't it? Like we don't ask for a whole lot. Did you hear something fall in the other room? What was that? It was the cat. I promise you it was the cat. It was a cat. Or you didn't put that dish on the counter properly because you are a slob. Or sometimes oh, shit yeah. just falls. Like, it happens. So, no, I, I, I wish I were a ghost believer, but taint. What about you? Uh, I am also ghost, uh, not agnostic, but ghost atheist. <laughs> ghost uh, agnostic. But Yeah, I'm ghost agnostic. That's what I I'm am. I'm also yeah. able to be very easily freaked out by ghosts um, because of said... <laughs> A, pre- a religious upbringing yes. and like ghost stories it's not like to the point where like we built our house and that was very important to me moving from an apartment into a house because to me and my sad little brain ghosts in apartments not a big deal because there's a lot of people they can haunt they're probably yes. not going to bother me and then when you live in a house as long as you build a new house there's no spirits attached yeah. to that, that space unless you're on some sort of mass burial and they're attached to the land, the physical object of the house is gone now, you're safe. You're probably good, yeah. So that was important to me (laughs) because I'm a nut. Uh, Yeah. But no, I also uh, am more of a science-forward sort of person, Mm -hmm. which is why I appreciate, like, you know, amusing sort of finger quote scientific explanations of this stuff. Like, yes. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Sometimes we don't get enough oxygen or there's carbon monoxide poisoning and we start to hallucinate. We've all been out on a drive before. We see those little like apparative, like heat waves on the road when you're out driving on the highway. Like, yes. Yeah. There are explanations for why our eyes and our senses can fail us that don't require. Yeah. Uh, the return of of spirits of, of people that have moved beyond. Come on, people, come on. I'm not even sure it's comforting. I, like I was reading about some, like the idea of ghosts are comforting to people and that's why they wanted them. I, no. I don't find that comforting. Why would I find it comforting that somebody can't rest, is not at peace? They are forced to carry the chains that they forged in life and your chains are already twice as long as mine, Ebenezer. Yeah. So no, I don't believe in ghosts. Uh I'm still freaked out by them, though. Uh, if it's October, I'm not going to be hanging out outside alone for too long in the dark. Do you have any favorite ghosts? Uh, no, I can't like. This is a broader category than you might be thinking. For me, my favorite ghost, one of them is obviously Gengar. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, yeah, my other one is Marley one. and Marley from A Muppet Christmas Carol. That's a good one. Yeah. Marley and Marley. Um, I guess if I had to pick my favorite ghosts, it would be uh, our characters oh, yeah. from Beetlejuice, like Barbara. Like I just does Beetlejuice count as a ghost? Yeah, 
He's more of, he's not a ghost. He's a malevolent no, he's, spirit, which would count as a ghost, right? Yeah, you're right, I guess, because he's more of like a, like, he's not like a poltergeist. So yeah, you're right, he is a ghost. So yeah, the cast of Beetlejuice that are yeah. supposed to be dead, yes. Something interesting to think about is like a movie like Spirited Away, mm-hmm. because spirits fall into the same category as ghosts, but then like, you know, in that movie, it sort of supposes that literally every single living thing has a spirit, like the river, the carrots, the daikon spirit. Like, all of those spirits are technically ghosts. Yeah. That's true. I don't know where I was going with that thought. Ghosts. Ghosts. Spooky ghosts. Um, I'm just thinking of a couple games that have to do with ghosts Ooh. in the afterlife that I think were really good because I just started playing Spiritfarer. What is that? Spiritfarer. It is this beautiful game you can play it on ipad um if you are i know you're an ipad game person um and it is absolutely gorgeous and you basically play a person who has taken over the role of sharon so departing souls across the river to the afterlife or to this bridge and it's the animation style of it is absolutely gorgeous and it's kind of this interesting kind of like a stardew valley-esque where you're farming and building and that type of thing, but the whole point. We do love our cozy games. We do love our cozy games, but it's one of those things. But then there was a little. I can't. It's going to drive me crazy, and I have to find it. So we... well, let me make one uh, recommendation while we're doing that. Uh, another ghost game that people might enjoy. Uh, so this game where you play this sort of uh, yellow spherical object that has to. It's like constantly hungry, and it has to just eat and eat and eat. Um, but you're being pursued by these apparitions uh, around this maze. Have you ever played this one? No. It's called Pac-Man. Oh, my God. That was <laughs> ridiculous. You are right. That is a good ghost game. <laughs> that was worth it for the look I just got. It is. It's a ghost game. It's a ghost game. Try out Pac-Man if you've never given that a... Ugh, this is going to drive me crazy. I'm going to have to think of it and tell you later. But there's a lot of really good games where you play ghosts. <sighs> Final thought for the night? Uh, ghosts are spooky and fun, but they're not real. Yeah. Uh, ghost them if you got them. <laughs> Until <laughs> next time. <laughs> dork, dork. <laughs> There's no good way to end that. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to Dork Matters. If you like the podcast, subscribe, give us a rating, and tell your friends about us. If you are a fellow dork and have a dork issue that you think we need to discuss, tell us on our social media. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. You can also check out original art and other content from Ben and myself. We'd like to say a big thank you to Yabra for the use of our theme song, Dance, off of their Astral EP, as well as a thank you to Jess Schmidt for producing and editing our podcast. Thanks, Jess. Dork Matters. This podcast is created on the traditional territories of the Blackfoot Nations, which includes the Siksika, the Begaini, and the Gaina. We also acknowledge the Stony Nakoda Nation, Sutena, and Métis Nation Region 3.